Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. It's Gina Crash, and I've got two guests in studio this morning. First up, we have Fred Riley. He's the executive director of Weave, the social fabric project at the Aspen Institute. Hi, Fred. Good morning. And your bio is a lot longer than that, but we're going to leave it at that for now, right? <laughs> and same thing with our second guest, Jim Peterson. He is VP and Small Business Ambassador on the Multicultural Businesses Banking Team for M&T Bank. Good morning, Jim. Hey, Gina. How you doing? It's good. Great to have you both here. And i um, excited to get talking to you and for um, people to sort of get an intro to what we're going to be discussing today. The Weaver Awards. And just to begin, Social Trust is the glue that holds our communities together and allows us to build a stronger, more connected Baltimore. And the Weaver Awards recognize and support the most trusted people and small groups in neighborhoods throughout the city who are working daily to weave a tight social fabric that includes us all. And M&T Bank and the Aspen Institute's Weave Social Fabric Project started the Weaver Awards to honor and support the work of these neighbors. And today's guests are here to tell us more about the awards and how they can impact Baltimore for the better. Now, that's quite an intro, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> no pressure. And we're going to be kind of tossing the questions to both of you. Sometimes you'll both comment. Feel free to chime in wherever you need. But beginning with Fred off the bat, um, most important thing I and best way I can think to begin is tell us about the Aspen Institute and Weave. So the Aspen Institute is a 70-year-old organization founded in 1949, all under the auspice of helping to create a more fair, just, and equitable society um, through dialogue, leadership, um, and bringing together leaders on issues. Our work with Weave the Social Fabric Project helps to kind of close the circle on that because we're working with leaders who are working hyper-locally in communities non non-traditional leaders these are leaders who look out their window and see an issue and decide if there's a person to fix it it's going to be me so in 2018 when new york times author david brooks came to the institute and said i want to figure out how i can support these leaders we started weave the social fabric project and this program have, has morphed from not only highlighting the stories of people who are working hyper locally in communities but we've progressed to figuring out how to support them, how to provide tools and resources to support their work, how to help to connect and corral them with each other around the country. And then how do we inspire others to figure out their place in helping to solve their neighborhood issues? And so inspiring a new generation of leaders to figure out how do we create or close the circle on leadership or this ecosystem, not just leaders at the top, but leaders in neighborhoods um, to 
Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, that seems like you're, you're very busy. Yes. And and you're um, currently um, DC based and have been in this role for um, several years now, right? Yeah, about two and a half years. I uh, actually started this role at the Institute March 2nd of 2020, moved to DC um, with all my belongings, clothes and shoes, and uh, the pandemic started. So we took some time over the first couple of months of the pandemic just to recircle the wagons to figure out how do we really get connected in local communities and how do we meet the current needs of our time. Gosh, so. and that was one of your challenges. So that, I mean, we all had to kind of pivot back then, but to get, like, start a new role at that time. Yeah, it's been an odd two and a half years, yeah. but we've made it work. Yeah. You really have. Yeah. Well, that nod to you. There's nothing you can't do. So, Fred, I know you're excited to talk about it, So tell us what are... The Weaver Awards. So the Weaver Awards, we launched in 2021 with M&T Bank. And, you know, I always have to thank M&T Bank because this is really, you know, philanthropy doesn't typically work like this, right? You don't have a large bank really wanting to figure out how to get interconnected in a community and support local community leaders. And they said, hey, it's us. That's true. Um, you yeah. might They might sponsor a, a 5K or yep. something, but not to this degree. <laughs> not to this degree. That's incredible. And so what we wanted to do is to figure out is how do we support people who are working hyper-locally in communities? And so the first year, we had 10 awardees that we gave um, some micro grants to who were doing really amazing work. We had a really great run the first year. Um, we figured out that there were some kinks in the in the in the chain that we needed to cut in the rope that we needed to fix through. And so this year we just launched, we just awarded 20 projects, um, five thousand dollars each to 20 great Baltimoreans who are doing amazing projects um, to help solve or meet the needs of their particular neighborhood. You know, this is a different type of project because typically projects like this or philanthropy works, you're a big organization, you have an ironed out grant process. And you can say, I feed a thousand kids. I do this. There's a proof of the work. And this one is there's some proof, but there's typically proof from people who know the work that you're doing. So the application process to this is super easy. There's two check boxes and there's a couple paragraph. And then there's a person who says, hey, I can vouch for this person. What's also so different about this is that the folks who make the selection, who choose the awardees are local Baltimoreans. So it's not me in an ivory tower in D.C. who don't know what's happening in the neighborhoods in, in, in Baltimore. They're folks who understand what's happening in communities and they're helping us to say this person is legit. This person is legit. And it was a tough decision. We had a hundred plus applicants who are all doing amazing work. And so it was hard to choose who got the awards because there's so many great things happening in wow. Baltimore. And that's a good problem to have. Is that's that a really great problem to have. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Narrowing it down like that. That's incredible. So, yeah, tell us what makes the Weaver Awards different. Like, uh, I know there's a lot of grants out there for nonprofits, but it sounds like this is yeah. really unique. This is unique because most of, a lot of these groups aren't nonprofit organizations. And that's one of the first things. You have to be a nonprofit organization. You have to have a, 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 a logic model. You have to have this. And we're saying, no, we just want to support people who are doing really good work in communities. And it's not only about the funding, but it's also about how to create a more connected Baltimore. And so the 20 awardees are encouraged to be a part of our online community that we have just for Baltimore weavers to say, hey, how can you work together? How can you share resources? How can you together help to connect Baltimore and build a better Baltimore community together and not just me standing in D.C. telling them how to do it? We're letting them create what the plate looks like, and they are serving it up in Baltimore. We're just providing some micro grants to help them do their work a little better. Yeah, because we know they're both um, very, they're very different areas. Yep, very so, different yeah. areas. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then there's, uh, are there any other big differences to um, between what you're doing and the other grants to other nonprofits? Yeah, so the, as I stated earlier, the application process is way different from a couple check boxes and just two paragraphs and a 
person who vouches for you. And then the system for how we select the awardees is much different, right? Typically, if you're working in philanthropy, there's a boardroom and there might be some uh, the uh, trustees of the uh, foundation are at a table and they say, this sounds great. But we don't think that that's the best way. So we have local folks who are connected in the communities who are doing similar work, a committee of folks. We call them the lab. And the lab helped us sift through the applications and choose the folks that rose to the top to be awarded. Love and so that. that is a much different process than other folks go through. And we're going to talk about real quick how they were chosen and the winners and all that. Yep. And, and also, um, you know, how Jim is involved with M&T as well. But um, one thing I was going to ask is uh, what what is the deadline structure? Because I know anybody listening right now that their ears are perking up like, wait, I want to get involved in that. And I know we're talking like it's already wrapped up for this particular year. We're going to finish that conversation. But yeah. what, what's that deadline like? And so so I can't remember the dates this year, but it's a I mean, we gave a long plan. For, so I think it was a couple months. Months when we announced and a couple of months to get applications in. Um, so I think we closed this one, I begin, I, I believe at the, um, in July or June. I can't, so I yeah, can't remember. Fairly June. recently. I can't remember, yeah. fairly recently, but it's a, it's a long plan field to get folks enough time. Cause one of the things we recognize is that people who work hyper locally in communities and are typically doing the work for gratis don't have the right. time to kind yeah. of write a big grant proposal. That's why ours is so such an easy application to complete. Um, and that's why we give a lot of time yeah. as well. Because so. they're busy working, you yep. know, literally. Yep. They're doing the, the heavy lifting. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's genius. It really is. You can help a lot more people that way, too. Um, so how were the awardees chosen? And this is kind of a question for Fred and Jim. So we, we want to bring uh, Jim back in the conversation, too. Again, VP and small business ambassador on the multicultural businesses banking team for the very generous M&T Bank. <laughs> yeah, so so it, what's great about um, uh, the, what the Aspen Institute has put together and, and what we together uh, formed is the selection committee is made up of some of these some of these folks that we're talking about, right? So this is our second year doing this. Uh, so we brought back some of the awardees from last year, and and they, along with uh, some of us from M and T Bank, myself and Tanya Dorsey is is a is a, is a uh, coworker of mine. We're on the selection committee as well, and and we uh, took all of these applications and we all evaluated them using the the rubric that we came up with, and uh, and we narrowed it down to twenty. And it wasn't it wasn't easy. Gosh, that's hard. There are some amazing folks in Baltimore doing some amazing things. I mean, we we, we got together uh, after they were selected. We got together last week, and um and man, it was it was awe inspiring. I mean, to to be in a room with these folks, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I was talking to one of the gentleman who was actually from the Ravens organization, uh, who was also on the selection committee, uh, Chris. And, and we were having a conversation after we all got together last week. And I was saying, man, I feel so inadequate, right? It's like, <laughs> I got to step my game up. But I need you, to go out and do, do something. man. I'm like, geez, right? all I'm doing is hosting this show. I mean, I feel yeah. like I should be get, rolling my sleeves up and getting to work. I mean, when you're in a room with all these folks that are doing these amazing things, it, it, it's like, man, I'm a slacker. Right? You know, right? I, I, I got to do something. No, <laughs> I understand. I understand. And it's also nice to hear so such positive words about Baltimore because people are doing great things here. And sometimes... What we see on the news isn't reflected in what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. So, these, these were definitely the, the best of us. Yeah, absolutely. So how did they choose you based on um, your role at M&T? Like, you know, when you and your coworker like that, like how did when you heard that you had the opportunity to do this, like, the, you know, well, personally, before, you know, they couldn't keep me away from it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. When I heard about it, this is this is what I do. I'm the small business ambassador at M&T Bank and, and I'm the boots on the ground. Right. So so many of these folks already knew. Oh, cool. Right. And they weren't looking for an award. They, they do what they do, and, and they don't care whether we care or not, honestly. Yeah, they'll keep right? doing it. They're going to keep yeah. doing it, yeah. whether they get somebody gives them money or, or, or an award or not. Right. right? So, so I knew many of these folks, 
and and I was kind of like the the lead on the M and T side to to uh, to jumping in and rolling up uh, our sleeves, right? Because that's what M and T does. M and T is one of the largest contributors. We we contributed just last year over three point two million dollars to over two hundred fifty nonprofit organizations in the Baltimore area, right? But more than that. Uh, we, we we roll up our sleeves and we get involved, right? We don't just pass out checks. We want to we talk to these organizations and we say, hey, listen, what can what can we do to help you? You know, where are the needs that that we can come in? Folks from M and T can come in and help you, right? Do you need financial literacy? Do you need some volunteers to clean lots? Yeah, you know, we, whatever it is, we we not only want to know how can we help you with, with some funding, but we want to know how can our people come in and, and assist you. And that's exactly what happened when, when um, you know, the Aspen Institute came to M&T. We were like, yeah, this is fantastic. We need to do it. And, and how can we help? You know, not just write the check, but what do we need to do to make this a success? I love that. And tell us a little bit about the uh, the local advisory board, if you want to, you know, drop a couple names. Without, it's hard to sometimes mention names without leaving people out. But I know there's, you know, people on that uh, on the board that you might want to recognize. Yeah, so uh, it's like I mentioned, uh, we got we got a gentleman from from the Ravens, Chris Chris Wack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a gentleman as well known in the Baltimore area goes by the name of Shorty, uh, <laughs> Dwayne Davis. Yep, yep. Um, we, we have myself and and, and Tanya. Uh, we have um, uh, Judith James from Alternative Alternative Approaches. Uh, Ashley Esposito, who's now on the uh, Baltimore City Public School Board. Nice. Uh, congratulations to Ashley. That's Ashley fantastic. Esposito of, of Village of Violetville. Um, we have um, Naomi Sharif, Dennis Sorgis. He's with uh, B360, used to be with uh, Baltimore City Government as well. Um, and uh, Antonio Tambor, who's with Fulton Bank, as a matter of fact. And um, and and Reverend Michelle Ward of uh, 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 Lights on Greenmount, and um, so uh, we have there some amazing folks. Yeah, it's, it's on ni- this committee. It's nice to hear you working with another bank too, because you're like, yeah, oh, you can work together. Absolutely. And I did find that date uh, actually um, <laughs> earlier, Fred. We were talking about um, it was through June 6. People were applying yeah. online at weareweavers.org. Yeah. Yes. And is that a place where um, after this interview, too, people can go to weareweavers.org, find out all your information, your links to your social media yep. links and, to our social media as well as our online community where we connect weavers together from around the country gotcha you know i'd also add what was so great about working with the uh, local committee is you know i'm typically not the person who can be shut up right I'm <laughs> like, i will really? um, I'm, yeah i'm typically the one that will be like no but i you know reading the applications i had some strong reactions and when you get to the table with these folks and they're like no i know these people and i know who's doing the best work and i'm gonna say fred no to, to that one and you have to take and i go Okay, I'll, I'll shut up and I'll be quiet. And and I appreciate it. And I appreciate that because it is the local folks who are doing the local work right. who understand the community's needs. And that's why we have a local committee of folks who make this. It's really important. Yeah. It's nice to have an advocate, too, like that, like somebody vouching for you. Cause oh, yeah. I wish we had this when we were applying to schools. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. well, listen, her grades might not yep. be that great, but she's great in the community. Or yep. It's really nice to have that collective. Or, or, any, or anything that you're applying for. Just yeah. imagine if you're applying for a job and you have 15 people around the table to say, yeah. no, the applicant says this, but I know what this person right. actually does. Or even alone, yeah. for yeah. heaven's sake. Yeah. 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 You know, and you talking- need that in, in, in something like this with these these individuals, right? Because they just go about their day yeah. doing what they do. And right. many of them aren't, you know, they're, they're not speech writers. Yeah. Right. You know, and, they don't have and a fancy team behind right. them. They're yeah. exactly. volunteer based. They just based. do what they yeah. do. Yeah. Because, uh, because so they, it was it. it was great for the Aspen Institute to have that foresight to, to, to have that nominee. 
right? That yeah. a person that can speak for some of these individuals because they're, they're not used to speaking for themselves. Yeah, it's important. It reminds me of when you thank a veteran and they'll yep. say, ma'am, just doing my job. Yep. And it's yeah. kind of a similar selfless, put people first, um, don't draw a lot of attention to yourself, but yep. definitely draw attention to the work. And I know that's really important to you, Jim, and M&T. So tell us more about why M&T is so involved in this project. Well, it, it's, it's what we do, right? It's what we've always done. Uh, and, and oftentimes we're behind the scenes. There, there's a, you know, when I mentioned the kind of money that we give out and that some of the things that we do uh, in and around Baltimore, you know, people don't realize it, right? Because we don't make a big deal about it. You know, it's what we've always done. Uh, there, there's so many things that, that are going on that, you know, that M&T is a part of, but we just don't, we don't toot our own horn. I, I don't think we toot our own horn enough. Right, right. right? I agree. But, but if we'll you, toot if it you, for you. Toot, yeah. toot. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. But yeah, but yeah it's, it's, it's what M&T has always done. You know, we want to grow um, um, uh, these, these organizations. We want people to be better because we know that if, if we assist people, then the neighborhoods would be better and the city would be better. And it's great that, that you're mentioning all this on this program too, because people might see your commercials and see, you know, giving people small business loans and that sort of thing that I think people are familiar with, but all the philanthropic things that you do behind the scenes, um, that's what the show's all about. Spotlight on Maryland and shining that spotlight on people who are doing great work in the community. So absolutely, I know. Thank you for and, there, for, and there are some amazing people doing some, yeah. some amazing work, as you know, yeah. from trying to pick with all these amazing people. So, um, tell us, uh, Jim, specifically how M&T is supporting the efforts of Baltimore's weavers, because it doesn't stop with like the selection process. Oh, this person's doing great stuff. See you later. Um, then what do you guys do beyond that? Yeah. So, so of course, the money, you know, yes, we, that we helps. got the hundred grand, you know, that, that, that helps. Wow. That sure uh, does. But then we, that's oh. a, that's a big help, Jim. I, 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 <laughs> that's a big help. Jim, you know? wow. That's but a, that's just the start. That's right? incredible. That's the start. And yeah. again, we, we are here to assist with, like, like I said, uh, you know, these, these get togethers and, and, and the events that we're going to continue to have with these folks. And this is building. Like those folks from the from the first uh, cohort are now a part of the second cohort, and this is going to continue. And there's there's uh, scheduled meetups all year long, right? We're going to have a celebration of these folks, but it doesn't end there. This is going to continue. They're going they're going to we're going to keep meeting, and whatever those needs are. So we we want to make sure that that everybody in this group and and everybody else, uh, these folks that they're associated with, knows that M and T is here to assist. Right. So we've some of those first cohort folks, you know, we, we're now working with those organizations and, and we're assisting them uh, in, with whatever they need in their communities. Right? We're doing uh, financial literacy workshops and, and we're, we're again, we're helping out with with cleaning up lots and and helping feed folks and, and whatever these organizations need. You know, M&T is going to be there. There's a lot of work to be done, too. And are we planning a third annual as well? And we're going to continue and continue oh, growing going with, to keep going. Yeah. with the winners and yep. and continue the and, work that they're doing. And, Gina, I think it goes to the earlier statement about how this isn't typ- a typical type of philanthropy. Um, typically, when folks, a, a group like M&T Bank would give $100,000 and we'll have a check signing contest. And I mean, picture and we'll take a picture <laughs> yep, and we'll stand there yep, smiling. Yep. And then we go back with the money and a couple months later, we'll send them a report and say, this is what we did with the funds. But they've we've worked with them in each iteration of this process. This is a closely, I feel like I work at M&T Bank yeah. and I hope they feel like they work at <laughs> that, Weave because that's, that's how hear. close we've been working together you're, on this. So this is not yeah. how typical philanthropy that, That's works. a good point. It's yeah. not just that cardboard check and that, yep. and that photo yep. op. You it's guys much are, deeper. are yeah. really in, in, you know, woven in, pardon the pun, but you were really... The, you know, the fabric 
of yep. the community like yep. that. That's incredible. And when you talk about that being said, when you talk about weaving, and this is for Fred and Jim, so you can both chime <laughs> in. And when you talk about weaving, you don't mean just being a good person, right? You mean putting yourself out there to get to know and connect with others, I think is the important, another important key about this. So can you give us some examples about yeah. that, how you that know, works? You know, I'll first say that we are right now living in probably the most disconnected time in the last what 30 or 40 years in our and, lifetimes yeah for sure and, and when we get disconnected the trust is lowered in society and when trust is lower it affects our economy it affects our democracy it affects the the healthy living index these are real stats i'm not making this up so trust is the springboard for all of our issues right and what we find that weavers are do what weavers do is they help to build the trust and the connectedness of their communities so an example of it is you volunteer at a soup kitchen and you're serving food or soup to people coming down the line. But to really weave that weave while you're doing that is you serve a meal for a couple of hours and then you take the rest of the time and you sit down and you share a meal with a family who's there having a meal there to find out their story and figure out how you can connect them to other things. And that's what we find that our weavers are doing with projects like mentoring, uh, projects like art education, Projects like uh, there's a one of our weavers is taking kids fishing. Another one of our weavers, several of our weavers have mentoring programs. We have art education, urban program, farming, urban farming. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're, that's incredible. The, the 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 urban farming in the with the homeless with the homeless men encampment where they have where they are feeding but showing them how to plant. All of this is really connecting a disconnected community. Most weavers don't recognize what their work is doing for the overall society. They're just going about their day because. I want to change something that I see. But what they're doing is they're building their community's trust. And when you build trust, you build the capacity of the entire community to grow. That's right. And I, that's, I, I, if I can. Yes, um, of course, Jim, chime in. That is also capital, mm -hmm. right? Again, it it, what M&T recognizes is there's just more capital than, than just monetary, right? That's that social capital that we're building. And when you get these folks in the room together and they and, and they and they get to they you know, there was so much collaboration there. It was like, Oh, I could help you do this and, and you can help me do that and, and you know, you just gotta get them together. And yep. that's what Weave is all about. Yeah. That's, I think typically when you are a grantee of an organization, you don't know who else is receiving funding yeah. until you look at their 990. <laughs> you never come together as a group. We put everybody in a room together and say, This is who it's getting right, funny. And what right. we find that they do while they're in the room is they start connecting each other's projects. We have folks who spend money together. <laughs> well, if you if you have the kids here, we can do this part of it. And they start to work together. And these synergies create this swell of work in a community. Wow. And then it continues to help the work it's to fantastic. grow. It's fantastic. You yeah. see that it's collaboration so like yeah. right in it's front so of impressive. your eyes. Yeah. That's, and, and all year long. And then now it'll be from year after year yeah. with these right. with these winners. Yeah. So let's talk about these these 2022, um, the awardee class. Give us some examples of you know who they are, their project, um, what sort of sector. We mentioned some of them with the urban farming and other areas. Um, mentorship is, is huge these days. Um, so you know, let's shine the spotlight on some of those people if you want to. Okay. Yeah, we have we have a whole huge list here, but I think it's really it really runs the gamut of uh, uh, when we've got five minutes too. No pressure, you guys, but we want to make sure we get in uh, some of these people and, and the great work that they're doing in the community yeah. we we're talking about. Yeah, here here's a here's a great one. Oh, uh, so so Miss Ty Courtney Edwards, she she runs an organization called Ballet After Dark, and as a Love matter of fact, she was just on uh, America's Got Talent. No way. Yes, it's yes. incredible. A few, a few weeks ago, she was just on an episode there and got through to the next round. Whatever that is, I don't know the yeah, show. Yeah, like but, semifinals but, or whatever. Yeah, right? she, she got through to the next round, and, and, and she has she takes uh, folks who've been through some trauma. 
and, and they work through their trauma through through ballet, through dance. And, and that's amazing. It is. Right. We have another gentleman that um, that uh, I, I'm trying to find his name. Uh, he has an urban farming uh, over in Gwen Oak and and he raises bees and he does some amazing things um, uh, in, in his community. I can't remember his name. Again, we just, these, these folks are just selected. Well, you know what people can um, do? They can go, yeah, because we may not know their names now, but we're going to know them this over the course of this year. And they can also go to weareweavers.org, right? Absolutely. And then yep. see a list of everybody and link There's to what they're doing. There's a list in the short bio and, uh, and the synopsis of the work that they're doing. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But one so, man, one young man I really want to shout out. Oh, we, have, we have just another minute. It's Easy Jackson. Yeah. Easy Jackson's been in the music space forever, and a lot of folks will know him. Yeah. And and it's just so, I'm just so proud that the give him some light as a matter of fact That's because really he's cool. been working underground for so long and yeah. touched so many good and, good and one more thing that i think <laughs> and what i'll also say is several of the awardees here are younger folks um we have a recent high school graduate a couple college students who all have said i've went through programming like this and so i've started to work with the same young people young people that i once was and so it's really amazing and if they go yeah, to weaverweavers.org they can see the list and how young some of these some of the awardees are. That's very encouraging yeah. for the future. I love that. And the Weaver Awards, um, this one's for you, Fred, and also Jim can chime in too. The Weaver Awards and your project are all about building that social connection and the trust. And tell us about a little bit as we wrap up here, like why that's so important. So, you know, our our nation's issue right now is all centered or the root cause of it is trust. Our trust is dwindling here in the U.S. We find that it's growing in other places. We are the largest democracy in the world that has some of the lowest levels of trust. And that typically doesn't work that way. When the trust erodes, all of our issues begin to become bigger. And so connecting communities, this work of working locally in your neighborhood is the springboard of relationships and trust. And if folks are working together to solve their own issues, we know what can happen in neighborhoods and what will happen in the small neighborhoods will happen in an entire city, will happen in an entire state, and at some point will permeate around the country. It is what we've seen in this nation through all our big shifts. It happened after World War II. It happened in the 60s. And we're in that time again right now. Yep. And so we are like doing a, a nation call to weavers around the country to say, get active in your community, figure out how you can solve the issues and work together within your communities. Gotcha. And Jim, is there anything you want to add to that thought, too? Uh, ditto. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I think I think Fred said it very well. Yeah, what Fred said. And so, in our final two minutes, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you both want to touch on, or anybody you want to thank, or maybe a final call to action for anybody who's listening to this program? The best way that they can support what you're doing yeah. and get to know, you know, just to raise the awareness for what you're doing. You know, I always have to end and thank MNT Bank. This was a brainchild of ours that they've helped to. We have a we I think we almost have a teenager now that's you know <laughs> going to be driving. <laughs> Raised so, a child. So thank you for that. Right, the course of two years. Yeah. Um, but also a big shout out to the Baltimore Weavers, our first class of awardees, Absolutely. who really were our petri dish and helped us to kind <laughs> yeah. of perfect this. And so our year two grantees are going to benefit from that. Um, but more importantly, just the great work that they're doing. And thank you for that. And even the folks who weren't selected, there are opportunities for them to get connected with us. You go to weareweavers.org. Um, we have an online community where we connect people together around the country. We hold forums, share tools and resources, and it's a place for them to get really cemented in the idea of weaving. 
And so if anybody who's listening wants to figure out what they can do, they can go to our website and it'll give them some steps into how they can begin to weave together their neighborhood or community. That's well said. And so anybody, maybe if you hadn't chosen those people that particular year, that's not the last we've seen. That's not the last group. No, you can always get connected with us and then we'll be here again next year. And so come back again next year. That's good. There are 20 people out of the way. So you can, you'll rise again. (laughs) Exactly. And Jim, how about you? Any final thoughts or or anybody else on your team? I was going to say we're so proud to be a part of this. Again, it's so awe-inspiring to be around the best of us in Baltimore. Really is. Well, you're both, I can't thank you enough for being here. We've been, uh, you just heard from Jim Peterson, the VP and small business ambassador on the multicultural businesses banking team for M&T Bank. And also Fred Riley, the executive director of Weave, the social fabric project at the Aspen Institute. I encourage you all to check out weareweavers.org at your convenience uh, to find out more about the work they're doing every day, the great work here in the community in Baltimore. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 